0: the other day while he was editing this podcast was like why are you guys only doing baby voice intros now and i said i don't know that's a disturbing thing that you have noticed sorry i don't know we're returning to indie sleaze in the trends (laughs) remember when every woman spoke with a baby voice um yeah i do remember that i was a baby when that was happening but i do remember that (laughs) I remember because I was. I was a. I too. I was an actual baby. I went to college with a girl who straight up spoke in. Like now, if I met her, I would be like, "You have dementia." Yeah, like I would be like, "She's physically disabled." Like I would be like, "This is not like, like." Like at the time, I was like, "Oh, this is affected and clearly indicative of like a personality yeah. disorder." But now, if I met her, it was so over the top that if I met her now, I think I would think she had like a physical problem. She's like both sisters in whatever happened to Baby Jane. But... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Wowie, um, yeah, Chloe so, Jones, if you're folks, out there, don't do that. Don't don't take it too far. Don't go, take it too far. Go right up to the edge. Um, she thought I had slept with her boyfriend, which I hadn't, and blocked me on every platform like after our like sophomore year sophomore or junior year of college, and I was like and then I was talking to my friend groups at the time and cuz she like dropped out. And I was like, did Chloe block you on everything? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, it's so random that I am the person she blocked and I didn't even sleep with him. And I knew people who had slept with him who didn't get blocked. It's always got to be a scapegoat, Kelly, you know? Yeah. Now that guy's having a baby. Really? Yeah. Seahorse dad. What? Oh. <laughs> 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 Okay, hi everyone, okay. <laughs> and welcome to FOH, I'm Elaine Devane, I'm Kelly Sullivan, and this is vaguely a service industry podcast, back after two weeks of hiatus, and we are fucking better than ever. Definitely. We've had Definitely some sleep. Definitely better than ever. We've had some sleep, I finished one term, starting the next, Kelly went on vacation, a actually a lot has happened, FOH community. You wouldn't believe the amount of things that have happened. It truly so this this is a little podcast that could and we have been through a lot in the last barring co- like COVID aside. Yeah. Oh. There's been a lot going on and as I, I know we've been saying this for like a full year but truly do appreciate your patience because it's been a rocky road and not the ice cream kind, okay? Okay, life kind. The real life kind, where you're like, is the axle gonna be okay (laughs) when I (laughs) get off the road? Um, I think it's so fascinating because, um, like, we are both just true lifers, so like, inadvertently, you have come you get to see like truly every experience that you can experience in the service industry <laughs> like can be like we have we we do it we and it happens and it's organic and natural like it's like you know it's it's hating jobs and loving jobs and good service and bad service and leaving the service industry and staying in the service industry and return and it's like yeah. everything every experience the whole circle of life It's here. We didn't mean to record all of it, and we... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this experiment is fully off the rails, but we like it that way. We like it that way. It's like Boyhood, the movie. It really is. And who's to say which of us is that boy?
1: Is it you, listeners?
0: Who is Patricia Arquette? Who is Ethan Hawke? And who is the boy? Well, I call not Ethan Hawk. Oh, I was gonna say you are Ethan Hawke. Oh well that's nice. You know? I mean, he's kind of the he's kind maybe of maybe Ethan and... Hawk and first reformed. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so yeah, we've been gone for two weeks. We owe all of you a lot of explanation. Just kidding, we don't. This is free. Um, <laughs> our patrons, however, we do have a newsletter and a new episode coming for you all. We haven't forgotten about you. We love you so much. Um, but yeah, Kelly, how how have you been? How is your last couple of weeks? Yeah, good. I mean, traveling is so fun, and I haven't really done any like meaningful traveling obviously for the past two years because of COVID and literally (laughs) yeah. Wait, why? That's fucked up, dude. That sucks. Um, and yeah, just being in Mexico city, I was like, Oh yeah. Life is actually full of possibility. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I was truly like, Oh yeah." yeah. Like I just, I think, I don't know if this is a condition of depression, being an earth sign, being a Catholic, but like whatever circumstance I'm in, I'm like, that is forever.
1: You yeah. Know?
0: Mm-hmm. And then just being jolted out of that and being like, Oh yeah, I do make decisions about like, I make decisions about my life and I can like, if I wanted to, I could, Go anywhere. I could do other jobs. I said this to the patrons. I could become an air traffic controller. Well, um, short time, but yes. Don't you have a, there, isn't it? A, there, age... I'm under the gun. I'm under the gun with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's got to happen soon. But yes, you still could. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I went on a date with a 25-year-old. Gross. And he thinks I'm 28. Yeah, we didn't uh-huh. sleep together, um, and which I am. He thinks I'm 28 because that's the age that I am. Totally. And um, and he like kept referencing that his roommates were older, and then I was like, "How old are your roommates?" And he was like, "Like, like your age, like 28, 29." <laughs> I was like, "So, it, one foot in the grave is what we're well, talking." Well, that's about. ridiculous to be 25 and say roommates are older. 25 and 28 is the uh, well, that's the same clearly. age. Clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was a strange fella. Um, anyway, the point is, life is full of possibility. You can sleep with a 25 year old if you want. That's inspiring to me. Thank you.
1: (laughs) How are you, Lillian?
0: Slap that on a tote bag. I'll buy it. Um, that's our next merch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm fine. Yeah, I had, um, oh, I had a rough, folks, I'll be honest with you. I've, I fucked myself the last few months. You could probably tell I was stressed in a different way than the previous uh, few months. But I was just, I just, I made some stupid, in my, as a post-service industry worker or temporarily non-service industry worker, I'm like, I feel this intense need to like overcompensate and like make the most of these opportunities cuz i you know it's just a this mindset it's just anyways i put too much on my fucking plate cuz i was like no i'm actually incre- incredibly i have all the time in the world and i can do everything at the same time it's like well you're actually going to like short out yeah, the, yeah. and i i developed a crippling sugar addiction um i'm still working on it anyways um <laughs> Point is that's mm-hmm. over now. It's a brand the, new day. The, the sugar addiction is over now. I'm work. I'm working through the addiction. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm taking all my vitamins. I'm taking all my supplements. Um, but I, I went on spring break. We went to Portland, which was nice. Um, I was telling Kelly that I don't hate it as much as I thought I did when I when I I was there one other time made a quick judgment. Um, I will say also though, as a caveat, I am extremely desperate for anything remotely resembling a city. So, you know, take that perspective, you know, too. Um, but yeah, we had some lovely meals, like some, you know, it's just, it's so strange to me to live in this small town, which does have its benefits. I'm not Straight up trashing it. But it's so interesting how people just don't, you know, we don't go out to eat a lot here or whatever, but Mm -hmm, I'm like, mm -hmm. do people here not travel to L.A., to Portland? People don't say, oh, that's interesting. Why don't we step up our game and take this trend? And maybe... yeah, There's no inspiration, seemingly no inspiration. It's just like, no, we're going to serve tater tots and that's kind of it and that is that's that's where we're at it's interesting because i think um obviously having not visited eugene um but i feel like in new york and the times just did a piece on this of of like the suburbs and the exurbs kind of like a lot of chefs are going out there and finding these receptive audiences and Finding people who are like, oh, this is so great and invigorating to have, you know, interesting food, interesting wine, interesting service experiences even. And I think, like, New York, maybe by virtue of it being so expensive, is, like, people are moving out and spreading. Mm -hmm. You get more of that. And it's interesting that, like, Portland has not like exported or like, yeah, LA has not exported in the same way. It's not that far. It's literally a two hour flight to LA from Eugene. I don't like, I truly like, I'm like, y'all don't, why is there not a college student priced yet vibrant, fun, California themed restaurant, cafe, Mexican, like anything. It would go fucking, people would go bananas for it.
1: And I'm exactly. not doing it, so don't
0: ask me to. So don't ask. Um, but um, no, but we had a, we had a nice time. We had a few great uh, meals, and we actually visited um, a listener, Cliff, um, at his place of work, and we had it was very generous and showed us a great time. So thank you, Cliff. Uh, I had the anxiety of. <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't really done too much like sit down, and I especially haven't been to places. Really where people were like that, that interaction yeah. is so foreign to me at this point, And I felt like a fucking goon. I, I, I felt crazy and anxious. And we obviously like got some nice gifts and like, I'm like, oh my God, like trying to do that math again. And like, I'm like, oh my God, like how much money? Anyway, Cliff, I hope we left you enough money. I was like having night sweats. It might've been all the meat <laughs> I ate, <laughs> but I was like fucking so stressed out. Anyways. Besides me being crazy, it was a lovely time and nice to see people and you know interact with our community, you know our larger community. Beautiful. Anyways, uh, yeah. Does that make any sense? That's what I did. That's how I did. (laughs) Yeah, that was perfect. That was perfect. That was a perfect summary. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited for you to start a new term where you're doing less. I hope so. Yes, thank you. Um. Anyways, um. Also, I did a little bit of phone banking for the Amazon, um, Staten Island folks for the union. Yeah. Eyes on the fucking prize, everybody. This is like, I'm, uh, I fucking hope more than anything. This to me, I'm like, they've got so much fucking going. I'm really, I really fucking hope it works out. I don't know. I, we'll I think, see. yeah. I mean, for me, from what I've read, it seems good and promising, they seem like they have their. I mean, they they gave a great training, and they seem like they have their, they have a ton of like real ass lawyers and like real yeah. money. and, and think, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I just think that New York Staten. Island, yeah, it feels promising in a way that I don't know. And then also, yeah. Anyway, I think I think I think good stuff. But um, Lillian did the phone banking last night. I signed up for a free trial for Amazon Prime because I wanted to watch a movie that they produced. So I did the opposite. (laughs) I haven't used Amazon. I haven't. As soon as I left college, I was like, I'm never ordering anything from Amazon ever again. And I canceled my prime membership and I haven't, I haven't bought a thing from Amazon. Yeah. Since 2014. And last night I said, well, I want to watch that new Jenny Slate movie. So it's again, it's free. So, you know, It's free. I think like that is something that frustrates me. I see that all the time. And I know that people are like, yeah, you can boycott Amazon if you want, but they literally own the internet. And so you're not actually boycotting it. It's like, okay, well it's my fucking money and I get to decide what I do with it. And it's my, like in a literal sense, like my money, how I earn that is selling my time on this earth which is limited and I'm not going to as much as I can consciously avoid buying from Amazon I'm going to and I think the idea that like I wouldn't do that simply because Amazon like owns the literal structures that I'm forced to interact with no I mean that's so like you're a fucking baby if you think that to be honest um Uh, uh, well that's just like the people that are like for anything they're like well there's not the right it's like like, like, mm -hmm. being, okay. yeah, I mean, like, yeah, whatever. It's We, all, we right. all know this. We're all smart. Yeah. It's just um, <laughs> every day I'm frustrated by um, other people. Because, because of being the smartest person, it's really hard for me. I mean, tell me about it. I'm in school, and I'm the smartest person. I mean, <laughs> imagine me in my position. It's even harder. You know? It's even harder. You're surrounded by <laughs> academics, and then you're still going, I'm smarter than you. No, I'm, I'm surrounded new- by virgins from rural Michigan, so it's uh, it's different. It's difficult in a different way. Um, I mean, those people are yeah. There's some. They're 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 connected to something else. You I know might as mean? well be Cruella Deville. Fucking like I, th- the way that they look at me when I say literally. Uh, uh, we went out for post class, post term drinks, and they were just like. What the I mean, me after a margarita being like, well, it's like, they are just like, who is this woman? And I say, I don't know, everybody. I don't know who she is anymore. Girls, I don't know. Girls, let me tell you a few things. You might be 25 and never dated, but I don't know, whatever. You, you can teach me a few things. We're that ruddy skin, that rosy <laughs> <Stop>. cheek. <laughs> you girls sunken. still drink a glass of milk every morning. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Let me see those hands. Anyways, um. <laughs> oh my God! All right. Well, Kelly, you have some. I have votes. a big announcement. To you make. have a big announcement to make. <laughs> I have a big announcement to make. Everyone, <laughs> drumroll. Some people already know this. I was fired. <laughs> like President Trump himself said, mm-hmm. I was fired. Um, in a remarkable turn of events, (laughs) uh, my now old boss, my ex boss was like, Hey, can you give me a call? I was like, yeah, man, whatever. And he was like, this man is so deeply troubled. And he like, I called him. He was like. How are you? I'm talking to Eeyore on the phone. Oh, I got fired God. by Eeyore. And he was just like, You haven't been happy for a long time. And I was like, Yeah, that is so true about me. <laughs> you're like thinking back. So you're like yeah, I was 2020 2021. Like, like, like if you really <laughs> want to get down to it. Um <laughs> And he was like, You haven't been happy for a long time and that's obvious. And I think it's like the end of your road at this bar. And I was like, okay. I I mean truly. I was like, okay. Like, I don't I did not ask any further, I didn't ask any any further questions, any corroboration. I was just like, okay. Um and um, you know, famously, New York is an at-well state. And I said, you're perfectly within your rights to fire me. And um, and then went into the group chat and said, I was just fired and I will see everyone later. And then that set off a little bomb because everyone was very surprised that I had been fired, which, um, to their great credit, I had never had a meeting with the owner or the manager about any behavioral issue, any complaints that people had had, any, um, Kind of like any of the strikes, write-ups, like anything that you would kind of like normally think about in terms of like the process of getting fired did not, had not happened to me. And so then my former coworkers were, were kind of like, they did not take the tract that I took, which is like any rejection is like you just take it and then you just so um, all of your feelings up even tighter and then you just become a shell. Um, well, also you have to do the, <clears throat> I would have done the same thing, which is like, I feel like these kind of conversations with quote, unquote fucking authority with authority figures, which is like not real and you can't be in trouble as an adult or ever, because right. the, the trouble doesn't exist. Good trouble. Um, <laughs> myself Lillian's favorite show on Freeform. Um, I love that show. Did you see how they swept away a whole homeless encampment for fulfillment? I loved it. Um <laughs> fucking you have to go into it, it transports you into like adolescent mode where as a teen you want to show how much you don't give a fuck about supposedly being in trouble, which is what I always did, anyways. I was like, <laughs> of course. Ground meat? Sure, Mom. I don't give a book. Meanwhile, I'm like sobbing quietly, so she doesn't know I actually care. But you can't in the moment, you can't give them that. No, you know? of course. Of course. It's like well, also, like, I don't care about being funny. right. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? like, right, 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 right. I mean, like, my boss is someone I don't like or respect. That job I didn't like and he was right. Like he was like, You've been unhappy. I was like, Oh yeah, I do hate it here. <laughs> oh yeah, doing me wrong. Yeah, like I was like, Yeah, duh. Um and so Yeah, I mean it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's very strange and destabilizing to be fired, but it's like the spe- like in a broad sense, but on a specific level, I was like, Cool, see ya. Um but yeah, then um, my coworkers were like, whoa, that's so crazy. Or former coworkers were like, that seems so crazy that Kelly would be fired. And the manager was like, oh, yeah, well, I sent out, he sent out like weekly updates of like, these are the new beers on draft and just service notes and stuff. And he was like, yeah, a lot of times like I was talking about stuff that she did and it was directed at her. So, and it's like, oh, okay, that's like not how you approach problems at all in a workplace or even in a relationship and it's just literally like oh okay so what is also so crazy about that like just saying that as a manager is like if I worked somewhere where someone was fired and then I asked the manager like whoa I didn't know they were even on like probation or like this was even on the table and they were like oh yeah well in the service notes that everyone gets weekly, like I was meaning to target this person. That would make me feel so deeply insecure. That's insane. No, it's a fully insane thing to say. And I was like, the idea that you're just saying that is like, just shows how poorly you do your job because it's like, you don't even know that that is going to come across not only bad on a personal level, but like working conditions, I would be like, whoa, so there's no stability here. There's no accountability here. Anything could happen to anyone at any point, and there's going to be, like, the most asinine justification for it. And I, like, people are having conversations in private that I'm not privy to. Like, it's just so crazy. That that kind of, like, yeah, that breeds such, like, distrust and paranoia. Exactly. And like That was, like, at our old job where, I like, they would bring up stuff at pre-mail, and I'd be like, wait, did I – did I do that? Like, because that was the mentality. Maybe this was before your time, but we had a couple managers who would say, like, and so when this happens, you should never be doing this. And I'm like, wait, did I do because it it was specific, but I was like, Right. Did I do- it, right. That there's an there's a vibe to it, and that is so fucked up. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. No, it's crazy. And I already know of two people who have quit over it. So Hell whatever. yeah, girl. Um and It's just, it's, but, and then that coupled with traveling is really what I was like. I was like, oh yeah, like I, my life is just my own. And I'm like, you get so like mired in things and think like, I do have to work for these like two emotionally stunted people. And that is what my life is. And then you like get out of it and you're like, oh no, that's what their life is. That's not what my life is. Yeah. So it was very refreshing that's great. That's great. And you know, ultimately like I mean, I said this to you cuz we talked the day it happened. Yeah. Um and it's just like you know, you think you you would think you work for a small business one owner it's you know it's a community but they don't give a fuck about you at all and we know this we've said it a million times on this podcast oh you can't fucking rely on anybody but but every time it still feels like a fucking slap in the face because you're not working at fucking amazon you're not working you know so you expect some level of I don't know, an interpersonal, some kind of respect on a different level or a consideration of you as a person in a different way. Yes. And, I, I mean, not like, again, yeah. to speak to like just their true condition, it's like, so the irony of someone saying to you, you haven't been happy for a long time that I know, and I've known for years that that wouldn't be then the like obvious extension of that comment exactly, is, exactly. is something going on. Can that's I what help you? That's what I'm saying. It's like, they didn't have a sit down with you and say, hey, Kelly, like, because for all they fucking know, you had a dear family member who died. You're going through a mental health crisis. Like, whatever it, I mean, <laughs> whatever it is, though, and it doesn't. you don't have to tell them, and it doesn't have to be, like, the reason, but it's just no. like, but who fucking knows what's going on? And the fact that they didn't ask you shows and such truly, an utter like, lack of respect And it doesn't for you. have to justify anything. No, yes, exactly. No, it doesn't have not. to justify. Like, they could also say, like, And that's unacceptable. It could be like, you're still fired, but we (laughs) want to know if you need help connecting to resources or if there is like, you know, whatever. But it's like, it's so weird and you have to be a big weirdo to like comment on the state of someone else's like happiness or lack thereof without coupling that with like, are you okay? It's so fucked up, dude. It's so fucked up. And so it's like, either I don't owe you the performance of happiness or I do, but you have to like create the conditions that allow me to do that. And that is what true emotional labor is. And two men fired a woman for not adequately performing emotional labor in Brooklyn, in, in Brooklyn, you New York, this, Brooklyn, New York. You know what? I'm going to hack into the fucking Sono set your work and I'm going to. I'm going to put speeches. I'm going to replace the Malcolm X speeches that play in the bathroom of your restaurant for some reason of your fucking bar that plays fucking civil rights leaders fucking speeches and I'm going to I'm going to play this podcast over the speakers. You yeah. have to listen to this fucking emotional labor instead of Malcolm X's emotional labor, okay? Um <laughs> and a new day dawns. And oh, um, also the <laughs> funny thing was because um I love to be sneaky and bad, um, I had not told them that I had a second job. And um, and so he was like, So, like, you know, I just I hope everything works out for you and you can like find something else, da da da. da. And I was like, No, no, it won't. Um, just to be bad, and but obviously it's fine, and I do have another job and I just told them, I was like, Hey, like thinking about leaving my other job, do you think I could go full time? And they were like, Oh yeah, that would be no problem. Like we can get you some more shifts. And I was like, cool. So I'll just, I'll go ahead and put in my notice at my other place. Fucking. Oh my God. I can't believe you got straight up fired and not like soft, soft pushed. I know. I know. I mean, truly like go off. Honestly, <laughs> to my old boss. Go off, King. <laughs> Go off. I didn't think truly didn't think he yeah. Yeah. Well he doesn't clearly because he's freaking out, right? Yeah. So it's like pussy is as pussy does, bitch, you know? Bitch. Not pejorative, but you know what I mean? Not um, pejorative. Not we love I'm not disrespecting. We're both it. wearing pussy hats right now. <laughs> <sighs> um yeah, I mean Christ almighty. These the fucking uh these fucking sacks of shit. I I I swear to god. I mean again, I'm just like we are the only fucking protagonists and we are the victorious at every turn. This podcast I know. us, it's like come on. on. The, we hit it out of the park every fucking time. Every time. Also on that was, was it day of or maybe day after I recorded a, we were like going to put out an emergency episode because we like couldn't record together. So we were like, oh, and I recorded like a little, like immediately after like a little, my thoughts. Lillian said it was too sad to publish, but if you're interested, <laughs> I can send it to you. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, maybe I'll put that on the Patreon if you <laughs> yeah, want to. to. Paywall it. I was like, uh, because we were like, I was like, okay, we can do like a little secret message, each of us. Like, we won't know what the other ones, you know, whatever. I'll put it out. It'll be like a little message from each of us. And then I was like, well, let me just listen to what Kelly. And then I was like, oh, Ooh. Kelly's like, so I'm sad, but, you know, I was like, well, okay. Uh, maybe I'll press pause on this great idea and um, we'll just take a break instead. <laughs> We're going to create a new tier, $50. You can listen to that. Yeah, you can, you can like fucking jerk off while we talk about how sad we hey. are. Or oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Hanging out with these virgins too much. We're no, it's up, okay. You know, um. It's okay. To the 25 year old that I didn't sleep with, I was like, you can think about me when you jerk off if you want. And he was like, okay. You gave and then he was like, do you and have and an Instagram? By. And I said, no, I don't. Bye. Figure it out by. Figure it hope out. Hope you recorded that. Hope you voice recorded this date. <laughs> yeah. Just on Pornhub, like brunette, expressive <laughs> hair. Longish bangs, finally. That's what they would say. Okay. Bad tattoos. <laughs> Just got fired. <laughs> Anything coming up? Sad out? eyes, <laughs> small size. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh boy. All right. Well, <clears throat> we have a few things we'd like to discuss with you all this week. Um, Under the Umbrella Tree. Remember that show? Under umbrella the Umbrella Tree? tree? Mm, that might be something I'm making up. I'll research <laughs> yeah. that later. I, don't, I'm I gonna think there's a sh- Go ahead and say it is. Under the Umbrella Tree. No, I think it's real. Under okay. the Umbrella Tree. I think so. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. Oh, I don't know. Don't don't press doubt. Don't press doubt. Okay. 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 It's real. <clears throat> anyway, children's program. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like I think Maybe. outdated at the time I watched it, but it was still like there wasn't enough children's programming that they were like, okay, this is still from the late '70s, but is airing in 1982 right. or whatever. Right. Right. Um. <clears throat> okay. Anyways, under the umbrella of sort of. Kind of related to our Patreon episode of Vibe Shift, yeah. These these changing uh, patterns in in our lives and in uh, <coughs> restaurant uh, culture and you know um, how we eat, how we dine, how we interact. Which every time somebody writes something, I say Kelly and I talked about this three months ago. Okay, we are on, but we never said it out loud, so you'll never know if that was true. But we did, mm-hmm. which is that. And we've all probably noticed this, especially if you live in New York or a big city, is that um, shit is just open at weird hours slash closed early, you know, obviously as a result of COVID and staffing and the way people's lives are structured differently now. But um, Tammy Teclamerium for Grub Street wrote about how like 9pm is the new midnight, basically talking about how Restaurants are obviously closing earlier and sort of these like shifting patterns. Um, And I experienced this, I was going to actually talk to you about this because in Portland, I was like, it it made traveling so exhausting because I was like, normally I like to like do a little research. I like to look up places. Oh, we're going to be in this area. I'm going to go to three, four places. We can go to this coffee shop, this trinket shop, whatever. And all of them were, like, open, but, like, their online hours were different. Like, every place was, like, we're closed Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're only open for three hours, but, like, the Google hours had a totally, it's just, it's complete mess out there. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's chaos. (laughs) It's chaos. It's It's chaos. It completely eradicates, I thought spontaneity would be back by now. spontaneity is not back it's actually worse than ever I would say yeah I um I yeah I mean I'm working in the city in the Isle of Manhattan right now and the (laughs) restaurant I'm working at closes at 10 p.m. wow and it's like it's really crazy and I'm like what? Like 10 PM is uh, like, I I worked on Saturday night. We closed at 10 PM. Wow. Like, and I, and I wonder if they're going to, I don't know. They haven't said this, but I'm imagining like, okay, if the summer, like if it starts out strong, like probably expand Mm. the hours I'm thinking, but I don't know if they even have the desire to do that. Like, I don't even know. And you know, in spite of our, our, our fair mayor's best efforts, you know, that he wants (laughs) New York to be like <laughs> fucking, TikTok house, yeah. He's crypto, like yeah. It's uh like the the college street, like get, get hit all the frat parties or whatever. Um, <laughs> Lily just narrowed. Her, like, I, didn't well, want, didn't, I, didn't my want. lived experience in a college town, sort of um, frat row, of Boston. Is, Oh, I'm here in fucking I walked Oh, sorry. Yeah, you live day. in a college town right now. I forgot. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot too. that I there forget. are undergrad. I like even though you're teaching them and stuff. I forgot that everyone isn't in grad school there. It's uh it's not hard for me to forget, but I God bless them. Um yeah, I think that um it is interesting and like and I saw someone too on Twitter was like trying to find like she was visiting from out of town and she was like trying to find acid in new york no one has a has a connect and she's like confirms what i've long long suspected that new yorkers just sit in their apartment drinking beer all the time and i said yeah like like now you mean yeah now yeah well right and like especially in the city where it's like you know predominantly determined by Office workers, right? right. Timing. And obviously we know what happened to that. So a lot of people are still working from home, which means they're not leaving the office at this certain time, which means dinner times are fucked. And like, you know, a lot of people aren't going out. Like we noticed this. Okay. Last summer we were all so freaked out because that was the time when I was like, okay, we all have vaccines. It was still like, okay, actually shit might be taking yeah. a real turn and I remember some friends of ours and and i we went out on like a literal Tuesday at I don't know not eight or nine to grab a quick bite whenever it was, but it was a time where we were like, "Okay, this is gonna be fine. We're gonna be past the dinner or whatever it was, and it was like fucking packed right and I was like, and no tables were getting up, and Tammy mentioned this too in her piece, where it's like, people stay the entire fucking time. They camp out, they take their fucking time, they're relishing it, in a different way than before, where it's like, no, we're staying here for like five hours or whatever, exaggeration. Yeah. But but yeah, I was like, nobody's getting up, why is it so fucking busy? The, it, there's no rhyme or reason anymore, because of these disruptions in the normal flow. It's like, you can't. I can't make an educated guess as to like... When I, I can't depend on like Monday at seven, I'll be cool getting into this right, restaurant. Right. There's no problem. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's like, who knows what the fuck the, I don't know, the Murray Hill, I don't know where anybody works or what anyone does for a living, but I know they're, they fucked it up. Yes. And I think too, well, Tammy also wrote a couple weeks ago about how all restaurants in New York, like all new restaurants, are like these. Very Midwestern, like Applebee's, but good yeah. vibe. And like that, it's like Bloomin' onions, model. mozzarella sticks, yeah. yeah, Bernie's and Emmett's and these kinds of places. And it's like, I think, A, that definitely kills the spontaneity in the sense of like, if you just ate five mozzarella sticks, you're not really like, where's the after? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to immediately home. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I got to go home and. I'm going to try to take a shit before I go to sleep. Probably not going to happen. And I'm just going to wait out. I'm going to feel sick the second (laughs) I wake up in the morning. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think like that's part of it too is like, and something that we are constantly talking about is like, what are people paying for when they go out? And it's like, I think right now, yeah, people are paying for, like the comfort of being served and the comfort of of being stationary and the comfort of a bunch of dairy and it's like that Ugh. is a really different vibe than like pre-covid going out so you could like invite conversation and see and be seen and like these kinds of things and now and I tried to pitch this to um Eater recently and they were like <laughs> actually they just didn't respond But I was like there's like I think with natural wine like I think pre-COVID like part of the excitement of drinking natural wine was people were like you just get to have a conversation about it and you can talk about it in ways that are like silly but kind of poetic and fun and irreverent. And I just think that's like not the vibe anymore and no one is like what about this interesting wine and I think people are very much like I'll take like. There's a backlash for sure. Yeah. Right. And like I mean, that's probably a pretty predictable pattern, but <sighs> I don't think all the all the pieces didn't see this one coming. Yeah. You can I just though. think like maybe like fun fun is just a little less there's not as much fun. Oh, there's not as much fun. There's not I as mean... much silliness. It's, like, and definitely, yeah, like, people don't want to take... I don't know. Like, it's just... It's a very different vibe. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know, like, what people's money situations are still, either. Like, I mean, I'm in a completely fucked place, but that's my own fault. And I am not in the service industry right now. So, but I don't know, like, are people making are people not in the service industry making money and are people in the service industry back to making money? Like is money flowing between yeah. everybody again? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think so. I mean, I'm making decent money. I don't know. That's good. That's good. I am. Um, I think too, like I, I am now I'm like putting all the pieces together, but I'm like, maybe that's also like, I feel like even like Keith McNally's restaurants to reference our own self, like, I wonder if that's why they're experiencing this resurgence, even though he's so insane, is like they are some of the most reliable restaurants in New York. Yeah. And the quality is always going to be there, but you're never going to be asked to take, like, a big leap with it. Yeah. I think that that's, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I think maybe that's where we're at right now. I mean, maybe Eugene is onto something with the tater tots. I know. I mean, literally, come to New York, you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm eating the same fucking stuff. The same gingham paper in the thatched basket. You know? But know. ranch is really big here, and I don't think that's gonna be... I wish ranch was bigger here. It's it's a thing like I have never experienced. I, I And I wasn't prepared for that, being in the Pacific Northwest. I thought coffee... Good beer, weed. Okay, sure. I'm not I was not for ranch culture to be so I prevalent. didn't I will say like to me ranch is Midwest. I didn't know it, it was is. West Coast. Yeah it is, but all of you freaks have infiltrated so hard into this part of the country. It's just I thought I was safe, but yeah. I got the virgins, I got ranch, just on my I knew feels. you were gonna be a lot of nutritional yeast. I didn't know you were gonna be. Right? Well, yeah. it's the college clash with the hippie. The hippie stuff True. I can get behind. College and hippie, yeah. That's tricky. I I love the hippie stuff. I'm into it, but yeah. Yeah. But also... I don't know. But I mean, kind of part of that too is I'm like... And I've never been someone who's like, I'll be in New York for like X number of years and then I'll go. Like, I've always been like, I it's moved to own. New York because I wanted to live in New York and yeah. not because I wanted to make it or do anything. Like, I just wanted to live here. and And truly these kind of combination of things, firing, traveling, New York being absolutely a suburb at this point in time. (laughs) I'm like, maybe I should just move somewhere random. Not absolutely random, like Sheboygan, but... They do have a great, uh, museum there that I'd like to go to, I think. (laughs) Somewhere in Wisconsin. (laughs) What museum would that be? Um, it's like a, it's like a, um... Fucking self taught artist museum. Oh, okay. Okay. It might not be in Sheboygan, but I think it is. Wouldn't that continuing this podcast, I'll die speaking into this microphone. Like we'll just keep <laughs> watching us travel around the country being like, Maybe I'll be happy here. <laughs> Maybe um, this is the next move. I mean, I think there I I think like I like you, I mean, I obviously moved to New York for different reasons, but I never thought I was like, This is my home. I don't ever want to leave. Yeah. Why would I leave? I love it here, whatever, and I still do love it, but Um, but I will say like moving to a different place, even though it's been absolute hell and I hate it here. Um, it has opened up, you know, I'm like, okay, like I won't live here for the rest of my life, but I can see like taking some of this, taking some of other places. I'm like, it's not a death sentence to live somewhere other than New York or LA. Like I thought, like I thought. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I still would like to be, that said, access to easy access to a big city I think is really crucial for me. Yeah. So I'd want to live to some extent in a good midsize city or near a big city. But yeah. um, I mean, of course I'm referencing Mexico city, which is a city that's bigger than New York. So, and I'm like, I could see myself there. It's like, yeah, yeah, no shit. crazy, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I will say though, man, it's hard. I won't get it too much into my personal life because you guys heard it too much, but no, it's tough not having longer term friends around you. Yeah, I mean that's really hard. It's really hard. The friends and even the ability to know, like, um, when you meet people, like they're not gonna be like absolutely like numbskulls. You know? Yeah. Even, like, in Chicago sometimes, like, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I think my big problem, too, is that... I feel really isolated because it's like nothing in this life translates to you guys, as in my friends in New York. I can't be like, you know how when you're in your third term and your professor's like this, you guys are like, I don't care, and who cares, and that's not real life. And I'm like, I agree, but also who else can I talk to about this? And then none of my uh, school friends have ever been an adult or had a real job before, so they don't understand anything from that... So I'm, like, in this weird isolation tank. Yeah. And then I stress text, you know, my coworker from the union who's, like, in his 40s about some random thing because I'm, like, who's an adult I know? This one person. It's, like, don't, like, go for a walk. But it's stressful. It's stressful yeah. when there's no adult. I don't have an adult, you know? And I'm yes. on too much. I was taking too much fucking Adderall. I was, like, losing my fucking mind. I thought I was going to have to go to, like, like a fucking labor court. Anyways, I don't want to talk about it, but (laughs) I had a very stressful situation with Ted's (laughs) job, actually. Yes, Um, yes. Anyways, hippies don't know what the fuck they're doing with their money if they're restaurant owners, okay? So don't work for a fucking hippie, okay? Yeah. (sighs) Anyways, sorry, that was a sidebar. But back to the lecture at hand. The lecture at hand. Things are changing, everybody. And for the better, we don't know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think, what was the other piece we were going to talk about related to the, this? The Caveo brothers. Mm, no, I don't want to talk about that. Um, okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, Yeah, what else is in news? Alison Roman has a show we have not watched it. Haven't watched it. Um, CNN Plus, she's going for it. Uh, I assume they're paying her. A lot of handsomely. Money. Yeah, get get that bag as they get say. Get that right? bag. girl boss. Um, um what else is going on in the food news? Yeah, I mean oh, Angel's share is closing, which is a uh ornate speakeasy, fake speakeasy, no speakeasies oh, or yeah. real speakeasies. Uh, in New York City, cocktail bar, uh, because obviously they need more condos or whatever for NYU students or something. Absolutely. Um, but I am not heartbroken over that. I had one of the worst drinks I've ever had in my life there. I had to send it back. I don't think I I've ever... know that. S- <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my, like, co- when cocktails were like a thing that people cared about, I had a cocktail yeah. friend come to town and really wanted to go there. Okay. And um, actually now... I hate him more than anything. So that's a cocktail person for you. Um, I'll tell you about it. He's okay. a horrible person. He okay. did something so fucked up to me that's like movie style fucked up. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> But we went there and I couldn't, like if you get a drink that's not to your taste, you just gulp it down, you get another cocktail. Yeah, yeah. This was, and it was so expensive. And I was like, I actually, it was a matcha, I had matcha powder, like, in my grit, in my teeth. I was like, okay, this is actually, like, I can't gulp this down because I will suffocate on the matcha. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't, I'm not shedding a tear, but I do understand. And, you know what, it's the end, end of that era of the ornate, fucking expensive, the cocktail, blah, 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 which we thought would be a research. Didn't we kind of think luxury was going to be, I don't know. We well, be- I do think there is luxury, but I think like almost like luxury, luxury itself has a different meaning. No, totally. opulence, luxury, different meaning. And also I think, <laughs> which I've predicted for a long time, like, a true return to luxury, meaning, luxury not for the masses. No, you know, totally. Like, luxury being, like, rarefied air shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I just mean, like, we kind of thought, like, the scene and being seen, yeah. and being out, and the outfits, and, like, dressing up, and, like, lipstick, and, like, yes, 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 yes there yes, was yes, going to yes. be that kind of, like, fancier, whatever fancy means to you, but... And cocktails have been out for a while and that kind of like overwrought cocktail garnish and like pouring ribbons, of course, is closing because like, I almost had an interview there when I moved to New York and then I called him and I was like, yeah, yeah, I called him and I was like, so kind of taking a look at what y'all are about, I don't think this is going to be a good match. Not a match. I don't need to be clipping a culturally insensitive garnish to the rim of a fucking glass. They had like a weird TP thing, which I was like, you you can't make that. Okay, Stop. Uh, yeah, that, that is so, crazy. Uh, uh, I mean, this was 2015, so you know, that was before we knew those things were bad. Just kidding. Um, anyways, <laughs> I didn't like that, so I said, I'm not working here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just think I mean, I will say, like, we were texting last night, and I was like, I need them to AstroTurf Hot Girl Summer again, yeah, but I do wonder what this this summer I think everyone. It, it it really has the feel in New York right now of like kind of like before the horse race, when they're all in the pen, mm-hmm. you know, and the gates are locked. Like, I think yeah. everyone is, is everyone, it has the feeling of like, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Like, I think everyone is knowing, mm-hmm. whether it's the vibe shift, whether it's hot girl summer, whether it's whatever it is, there is an energy of anticipation I think everyone's on horse tranquilizers. I think everyone's fucking slumped at the gate. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't sense any energy. But I'm also not in New York City. I I feel like yeah, everyone okay. is I fucking exhausted. Like, well, and New Yorkers, I think, or like the subset that I hang out with, or maybe not even hang out with, but observe. When I say anticipation, I mean they're anticipating how they can write about it for people (laughs) in New York and out of New York to read about. So when I say energy, I mean like, uh, they're looking for a scoop, right? It's not energy (laughs) in the classic sense. It's more energy of like, it's anticipation because they want to be able to be the first to get the byline. Sure. I read the fucking, I went out with Candace Bushnell thing and I, didn't feel at all jealous, which was nice. Um, I had a headache when I was reading it, and I said, oh, I'm thinking about how that night would feel the next day. I'm too... I'm so sensitive now. I wish I had gone out with Katniss Bushnell, but just because I'm... No, I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. by her. Of course, would love. I just saw her on our favorite show with our friends, The Real Housewives of New York. Um, okay. Which I was... Yeah. Secondarily, they announcing that there will be two franchises of real house we haven't even talked we haven't oh, even talked oh i literally creamed my jeans i was Mama like "Mamma mia stop it like nothing could have made me happier yeah yeah Kelly I mean, ben simone coming to the legacy cast wait wait, wait. we okay we i got we so talk, excited we need to talk about this on the patreon okay and also yeah, briefly yeah, so here you know, but <laughs> yes but no, no no no, no. but um I, because I, I just got over the stomach flu because God continues to punish me for doing literally nothing wrong. Um, I was puking and then I decided I'm going to, I need the comfort of my, my good friends, Dorinda and Bethany and seasons, and seasons eight through 10. Um, the The highlight of the entire franchise, as far as I'm concerned, naturally, uh, <clears throat> and it did make me feel better. And I had a point. Um, basically, was that I wish I it made me miss all of you all, and that we were all at like some shitty vineyard in Southampton is what I wanted more than anything. Ugh. Well, we'll we'll have that moment for sure. I hope so. There's lots of shitty vineyards out here, you know, if you want to ever stop by. Well, yeah, I mean, when when Robbie's out in California, I'll come out. I'll visit the West Coast girlies. Please. Please. (laughs) Um, Please, God. No, Portland's not so bad. It's a quick drive. Um, And if you want to come with me when I do my field work, we can hang out in Oregon, so... I can't. I I'm keeping. Oh, it you private. can't say. I was like, "What is Well, that? What I'm keep. That? I'm keeping it. Yeah, I'm trying to protect the the privacy. <laughs> Your IP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get. You know, I'm a little bit of like a um. What's her name? Jane Goodall. You know, so I don't want to. Did mm-hmm. she get murdered? No. What? Who's the, Diane? Uh, who got murdered doing the gorilla stuff? Oh yeah, but Jane Goodall is very much alive. Okay. Well, the other one. Okay. Yeah, 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 I know who Jane? you're talking about. Yes, I what do. What the fuck is her name? The con- she was a she was a conservationist. Yeah. But she studied. She was a primate person. Yeah, and she was murdered by like poachers, basically, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Controversial. Yeah. It's not Jane Goodall. She's she's alive. No, Jane Goodall is like. She's... And then I was like, Jane. Siegel? Jane Goodall That's is an like. Jane Seymour was an actress. (laughs) Jane Goodall is very much like living a Jimmy Carter life. Sure. You know what I mean? Like '90s, just has been saying the same stuff for 50 years. Everyone's like, "Shut up!" Didn't they recently find that the woman who was working so extensively with Coco like made up all of that shit? There are a lot of Coco debunkers, (laughs) but I refuse to hear that because I like Coco and I like. Um. Coco's kitten, all ball. The kitten. She loved Robin Williams. Like, I mean, it's like, I'm not going to listen to you debunk that. That brings me joy. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think we need to go down that. I don't think that's something we need to kind of unearth. Also, it's like, okay, like, what is the effect of, like, okay, she... Like, Coco knew fewer words in sign language than she said. Like, I'm fine with that. Also, we know that animals have... Like... Right. You're that's just the trying other thing. To, you're trying to make it so that we don't feel bad that we torturing animals, animals yeah, every exactly. day. But they actually have souls. Is they definitely they, do. Obviously, they know how to use tools, they learn, they grieve. I mean, we all know this. Anyways. We all know this. I mean like <sighs> <sighs> Mamma mia once again. Mamma mia. All right. Um, yes, also just to end on um <laughs> just sorry, but <laughs> Um, that old joke that Twitter was, um, kind of like over the past couple of weeks, they found that like, I think someone rediscovered and it went viral on Twitter that they had found like an old, like Sumerian text. That's, oh, like, the dog thing? The first recorded joke. And like, I, I just, I find that so fascinating and people are, and I was reading the dawn of everything and which you can do or not, but they were talking about like, a lot of anthropology and a lot of like specifically like historical research like misses the true like weirdness that is like one of the like absolute consistencies of all humans that's folklore and all baby that's folklore, baby <sighs> Fun, fun stuff I mean, it's the best that's <sighs> I made a folklore anthropology meme that I sent to a couple of my friends. It was a madman. It was, I don't think about you, I don't feel sorry for you, obviously. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Folklore is, um, what's his name? Is uh, Allen Ginsberg. Exactly. No, not, Alan he's Ginsburg. not Allen. He's not I, Allen, but he's Ginsberg. I put Allen Ginsberg into that meme, and people uh, said, why is Allen Ginsberg? Yeah. Like, uh, you can't that's a layered meaning. That's Nambla to uh, <laughs> just conventional rape. Just good old-fashioned rape. Patty Smith is kind of in the corner. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Oh uh, <clears> god. <throat> um Anyways, anthropology sucks. They all worked for the fucking CIA. I hate all of them. Margaret yeah. Mead, as I've said, international criminal. Um yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> bringing anyway. it back to um this is a incredibly going to be over an hour, which for you all, you deserved it. I don't know if you deserved this episode, but You deserved a lot. You deserve it in one sense or the other. If you've done (laughs) good stuff lately, you deserve it as a prize. If you've done bad stuff lately, it is a punishment. It is a punishment, and please treat it as such. Um, Yeah, well, um, closing thoughts. I don't have any... um, We don't have any new patrons, um, but that's fine. We love the ones we have. Love the one you're with. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, new stuff for the patrons coming soon um thanks to our producer Anya who got Kelly set up with a great new uh recording situation she sounds so great doesn't she folks doesn't she folks doesn't she folks Um, um I yeah I mean I actually might try to write something some reflection on being fired and and try to like synthesize that into um maybe some real thoughts and then maybe that's something I'll publish for the patrons. Sure. Could be fun. Um, yeah. So as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for your undying devotion to us and this podcast and for always listening every single week, no matter what. Um, and we love being your favorite girls in the world. We do. We love that you review rate and subscribe. Um, they yeah. tell friends and people who have money. Netflix executives. <laughs> anyone, anyone at all that's important. You, you can kind of lend. hair Harris. <laughs> Her stepdaughter, especially, we want to get her in on it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. get Ella Emhoff in here, mm-hmm. get her in your knit. textile work. She's gonna knit some really great stuff for the pod, so keep eyes. <laughs> <She's> gonna... <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. <clears throat> All right, um, and if anybody knows where to get Botox in Eugene, please do send me a message. Okay, well, have a great week, everybody. And love you. Love you all so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.